you've got to set up two things before you try to even go at your business hundred percent. And that is set your health and set your relationships because you have to set boundaries on those. If you don't set those first as the foundation of everything, you will screw up everything that means anything to you. Welcome back, Conscious Investor. Recently, I was explaining to you that, wow, health is one of the foundational echelons of the conscious investor, health, mindset, wealth. And yet I haven't been bringing guests on to really speak clearly and deliberately to health and health, meaning physical health, relational health, and spiritual health. And so with that, you're going to notice that about once a month, I'm going to bring on a guest specifically to speak to health and even more specifically, more often to your physical health and well-being. And today I am absolutely thrilled. I have Brittany Baker coming on from the Buddha belly and she is absolutely phenomenal. And I know that you're going to gain so much from listening to her. She's passionate about this. Her own health journey has definitely informed her on this process. And she has just spent a lot of time in her own education and actually now trains and teaches and certifies people in for being a health coach. Here's some key takeaways. And I'm telling you, start to finish, I was just like, can I just listen to you talk on this topic all day long? I know gut health has been kind of one of those hot topics over the last couple of years, but wow, she just breaks it down into its most simplistic forms. It feels really accessible. It doesn't feel like one of those, oh, I'm doing everything wrong. Something's wrong with me. It feels very much like, wow, I understand and I can see small ways where I can get started. And Brittany's going to talk about the actual gut microbiome. She's going to talk about the impacts of the foods that we eat, of our diet and our nutrition. And guess what? She's like, we got to go beyond macros. We got to look into the micronutrients as well. And you're going to learn so much. I know if you were listening last year, this time, I was really, that's when I started getting into macronutrients and that was great. But now we can go even deeper. She talks about stress and our gut health. And when we talk about stress, she's like, hey, even good things are stressful. You might've had a really phenomenal week or year or month or whatever with your family, your company and such. And yet that is still stress. And so she's talking about the impacts and correlations between stress in our life and gut health. She's also going to touch on, hey, there's a relationship between your gut health and your brain, your ability to think. And so she really wants to make sure you understand that. And ultimately, we've got to take care of your health, right? I'm just so grateful to have someone else is very affirmative to me to say, wow, yep, what is it? The sick man's wish, only wish, only wish is to be well again, right? It's not, oh, I want more money in the bank. I want more investments, more units. It's, I just want to be healthy. It's not even, I want more time because more time without being healthy really isn't great. So I hope that you enjoy this episode on gut health with Brittany. I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to absolutely love listening to her and just her knowledge and passion just exudes. It just gushes out and it's so informative and so helpful. Please take time, take a moment. It takes like 60 seconds to review it or rate it. It doesn't take long at all, but it makes a, such a big impact for the show. And I'm really trying to elevate this show. I'm listening to your feedback and trying to make some modifications to serve you even more powerfully as we're heading into 2024. So Thank you for taking time to do that. And finally, if you haven't already picked up your tickets to the Conscious Investor Growth Summit, man, 
Don't wait a moment longer. Our early bird special is going to be fading away on December 15th. And so if you're listening to this after December 15th and money is like, I just don't know, I don't want to put the money in and the promo expired, I want you to reach out to me, okay? Because this isn't about money. This is about serving and supporting people in living that life of personal and financial freedom. And I don't want any of you to miss out because of a financial barrier of any kind. So I can't give away tickets for free, but I don't mind extending a promo if you want to reach out to me and you're listening to this and that promo has expired. All right, let's dive in. If you're not conscious about your investment strategy, you won't end up where you want to be, not financially or as a human. On this show, we interview highly successful investors and share how they overcame limitations to become unstoppable forces of success. If you're ready to learn what it is to be a conscious investor so you can end up where you want, keep listening. Brittany, I am so excited that you are here joining me on The Conscious Investor. You know what? I'm just curious. Let's just dive on in. What do you do and how did you get started? That's a great question. Okay, so what don't I do? I think feels sometimes more like a better answer. I think that's okay, a entrepreneur response, right? Mainly, I specialize in education regarding holistic gut health and the brain-gut connection. I mean, if we want to break it all down, that's what I do. I actually wrote a book on it. I got certified as a health coach, wrote a book on it, and didn't exactly know what I was going to do with it, and ended up turning it into a course, which then turned into a whole academy school, um, which is now the Holistic Wellness Coaching Academy, the Gut Health School. We certify coaches in over 25 different countries now in holistic gut health and coaching. We've got the brand now, Buddha Belly Life, which is more of our public brand for gut brain health. And that has got a podcast, that's got a protocol, that's got all that. And that's off the book brand. So I do a lot of that now. I mainly train coaches. I mainly do education. I speak. I talk. I talk so much throughout my life that at least now maybe I get paid for it, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Instead of made fun of for it, maybe like I actually get paid. So touche to everybody I went to school with, right? <laughs> This resonates with me. I used to have detentions get written up all the time in school growing up for talking too much. And I have said the exact same thing on the podcast. I'm like, go figure my whole living is by using words and communicating verbally. Like I was created that way. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like of all the things you could get in trouble for, like if my kids ever get in trouble at school, please let it be for them being too friendly please let it be for them talking too much at the wrong time. And while they have to be respectful, like, let that be why (laughs) I get that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All the other reasons. Yeah, definitely that way. So how did you, I mean, listen, gut health to me, it feels like there are trends, like health trends that take place. And I can remember as a child, my grandparents like, okay, well, one set of grandparents, they were moved to margarine versus butter, which by the way, the other right. set of grandparents always stuck with butter and I've stuck with butter, like always go natural, Good girl. Good my girl. opinion. <laughs> However, there are all these trends. Don't eat eggs, eat eggs. Don't mm-hmm. eat this, eat this. Raw milk's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, so I feel like gut health has been this buzzword. There's been a surge of awareness around gut health over the last several years, maybe even I feel like three to five It's something that's obviously longer than that, but how did you even get involved in the gut health space? Yeah. So growing up, I've struggled with an anxiety. We like to say disorder, right? I'm a little careful about how I do it, but I had a literal anxiety, panic level disorder since age four, panic attacks, 
horrible mental health. The first time I started spending a week at a time home because of my mental health, I think I was in the second grade. So this happened super early in life. And of course, it goes through phases. As a child, you don't understand what's going on with you. You don't know how to articulate it. Parents ask questions, but they don't know. Even adults, but a child is going to express a lot of the physiological things that they're feeling. So I said, my tummy hurt. I wasn't sleeping. I was crying at school every day. I was freaked out. There was just a lot of things. And this would ebb and flow throughout majority of my life. And until I had a full nervous breakdown at about age 17. And that one was so severe. I literally didn't know how I was going to just keep living through it. It was so severe. Um, And I didn't go to school for like two weeks, almost lost my job. I mean, it was wicked bad. And I chalked this up to maybe being hormonal. Like I just didn't know. Nobody knew how to help me. And thank God at the time, my parents weren't the type that just rushed me to the doctor and put me on a pill. And that's not me saying that there's anything wrong with how we choose to go about stuff. It's just that bringing more education into the foundation of things, especially mental health, which is my passion, which is how I got into this, is so important. So fast forward the story later, I go on to get married, have a hard year, I cannot get pregnant, infertility. And I'm in my early 20s, early to mid 20s, end up getting pregnant. You know, I end up with two miscarriages over this and whatnot. And so I'm finally thinking, okay, this has got to be hormonal. And throughout my life, I was super overweight growing up, got made fun of all the time, lost weight later on in life, never did it like the right way or like a really healthy way, right? We did it like (laughs) I was living on diet soda and white flour bagels and fat-free, fat-free. I think everyone, a lot of us, certain age range can relate to a lot of that. Just all the wrong things. So I was losing weight, but it didn't help my mental health. And so as I just progressed, my dad had a massive stroke when he was only 42. He had just turned 43. Oh, wow. a month, yeah, a month later, almost died. And watching how everyone handled it, even the professionals, it was so disappointing because I had just learned about inflammation. I didn't know hardly anything that I know now, but I'd heard about inflammation being the foundation of almost all disease. So the fact that they were so dumbfounded with this stroke he had when there was other things in his lifestyle that said maybe he would be at risk of that. Yes, he was young. Yes, it was still crazy. He probably had a genetic predisposition to certain things. But why was this exacerbated? Why did this happen? And what they did there is the RDs and everything were pumping him full of sugar-free jello and diet soda. You know, let's just bring that one in <laughs> as per his diabetic protocol. And I was like, there's got to be something with this. So I got really into researching nutrition. For a while, I went vegetarian for like five to seven years. I don't even know how long thinking that was the best thing for my health. And it improved aspects of my health. I saw improvement in things. I was very active. Um, But then after my second miscarriage, I started questioning a lot of the things that I thought about health. And like you said, there's a lot of confusion when it comes to what is health. And so when I started studying, I thought when I decided to get certified as a health coach, and this was after being a business owner for a while, I had coffee stands. I was a hairdresser for seven years. I decided to start studying to become a health coach because this profession had come out and it was kind of new. Like we hadn't really heard a lot about it, but you didn't have to be under the thumb. Like if I was a registered dietitian, I looked at going all these routes, but I was like, I don't want to be doing what I saw them doing with my dad. It didn't make sense to me. I couldn't stand behind it. It wasn't going to help people. It was going to band-aid whatever they're going through and maybe exacerbate it. And so I started studying and health coaching came out. So I decided to get certified. And while I was going to school, I decided that my specialty was going to be hormones because at this point, everything I've gone through, I'm like, this has got to be hormonal. Yes, it was environmental. There's plenty of stuff that happened in my life, but I thought there's such a hormonal tie to what I'm going through. And as I started digging into hormones, thinking that was the baseline, I struck gold into gut health. It went further than hormones. It went into the gut. And upon diving into that, 
everything connected for everyone. I mean, you're talking inflammation itself is connected to gut health. So gut health is a key player in mental health, anxiety and depression, even cognitive function, cognitive decline, like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, things like ADHD and autism spectrum. We see it in skin conditions. You got acne, look at your gut. You've got a poor immune system. You're getting sick a lot. Look at your gut. Your brain isn't functioning well in any kind of way. You know, you're not able to focus. You're having intrusive thoughts. You're not sleeping. Look at your gut. I mean, there was nothing you could have told me once I learned enough that didn't come back to the gut. And so then we started going, oh my gosh, why don't people know about this? And that's when I wrote the book and I wrote the book. You guys will appreciate this. Entrepreneurs will appreciate this part of the story. I've always been very ambitious, but I'm very devoted to my children. And you'll hear that in a lot of my messages, you know, in my family. I had a brand new baby when I got certified. Jackman was five months old, I think. And I was getting certified. And this kid, he's my second baby. And he would not really sleep off of the boob, like off of me, right? He would only yeah. do that in the car, right? We have those kids that only sleep in the car. And so what I would do is the only thing I could do for nap time is if I wanted any me time was I use his one nap time a day that I could drive him in the car and I would drive him around till he fell asleep. I would park by the river and I would get out my little tablet with a keyboard and I would start writing my book. I would do this every day and I had no idea what I was going to do with it. I was just going to self-publish it. I thought I'd just put it out there to help people. And from the writing of that book, it turned into a course came about. The school wanted to pick it up. The school I had trained at didn't really know about gut health. So I was starting to teach it there. And I turned it into a course. And then I decided to branch off because I didn't love the way things were going and branched off and created a whole school out of it. And since then, obviously, the rest is history. But that's really how it came about. That Okay. There's so much there. It's so exciting. I'm going to ask the most kindergarten level question. Because Conscious Investor, you know, I like to ask questions on your behalf. And with all the chatter about gut health, right? A lot of people are going to have this idea of what the gut means, what it represents. Can you give us a definition or an idea so that everybody listening is like, when she says gut health, this is what she is talking about? Yeah. So you literally have living microorganisms all over and inside of your body. Okay. That's what we call the microbiome. The gut microbiome is the creatures that live inside your gut. And these are different bacteria, fungi, all kinds of things, both really beneficial bacteria and stuff like C. diff that can cause health issues if in the wrong numbers or present in too high amounts. Okay. So this is a living microbial ecosystem. That is what it is. You have the structural integrity of your gut health. I like to say, this is my quickie. I like to say it's like a fish tank, okay? The fish are what matter, but the tank is a structure. So I mean, obviously if the tank breaks or something goes wrong inside of the ecosystem and the tank breaks, like everybody's screwed, right? We can't have a leaky totally. tank. So you can't have a leaky gut. Your gut is mainly your colon. It's not like we think our stomach, it's really mainly your colon. That's where all these bacteria really are supposed to reside. But these bacteria, you guys, these creatures, these microorganisms outnumber your DNA. So you literally wow. are these bacteria in your colon and they orchestrate the symphony of every single thing that functions in your body. This is your hormones. This is your immune system. The majority of your neurotransmitters for your brain, the gut brain connection is for real. Literally they do everything. So literally like the guys behind the scenes pulling all the strings that matter about your health is these microorganisms. And that is gut health. That's amazing. Science is amazing. And the opportunity that we have at this point in history to be able to understand 
this subject at this level, right? And to be able to say, okay, there is a correlation here between what's going on in your colon and what's going on in your noggin. And Mm -hmm. let's make the connection here. So what are some things that average people are doing that one of those don't do this, do this instead? Like there've got to be like the common pitfalls that we all do. I don't know. Maybe it's my latte in the morning for me. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. gut health can be very complicated, but it can be very simple. Okay. The food that was designed to be put on this planet, whole real foods, your animal products that originally were clean and organic and wild, right? Your animal products, your fruits and vegetables that weren't sprayed with pesticides, your nuts and seeds, those kind of fats and oils. Like this is food. This is food as your body understands it. This is the literal food that feeds your gut microbiome and the cells of your body. So if you want to keep producing a body that is healthy, it's going to need to be fed. It is not fed on processed food. It is not fed. We will survive in a state of atrophy and dysfunction. And that's what we're seeing right now. And so what we eat is so important and it's so complex because there's emotional ties to food. Gut health isn't just what we eat. It's our emotions too, like not to get too complicated, but stress will deteriorate your gut and stress comes in a multitude of forms. So of course it's emotional, it's environmental, it's chemical, and then it's in our food too. So that is stress on the body when it's trying to make use of of a substance that doesn't feed it. When you go and eat, you literally get to pick what you feed. So if I want to feed the good bacteria that will do positive things for my health, then I need to be eating a substance that is their preferred food source. Their preferred food source is going to be a lot of these whole foods and things with these polyphenols, right? If I want to feed bacteria that will take me into the ground and bury me very soon, giving me a lot of health ailments, then I will eat processed foods, refined sugars and flours and stuff like this, because that is going to feed the gram negative bacteria. It's going to allow them to outnumber the good bacteria. They will take over my body. They will conduct my health now. Whoever has the majority rules. So they are the conductor. So if I get to feed the army, if I'm feeding the guys that are decimating the ecosystem, then guess what? That's what's happening. And that's how we see inflammation is literally it starts in the gut biome. And so, yeah. So what we eat is just taking it seriously. And it's not about getting hardcore, right? Because it's really not about what you should or shouldn't do. You can do whatever the heck you want. It's about choosing what you want, right? Oh, You've dropped so many gems just in this. I love that we can survive in a state of atrophy. Whoever has the majority rules and like, hey, you can decide what you want. Like we have that choice. We totally have that choice. I love this. I was listening recently to um, a Lewis Howes podcast episode. It's driving up to Canada actually to go to the rec center, which is Mm -hmm. delightful. I don't live by you. I don't have the croc nearby or anything cool like that. Right. So go up to Canada and then go to cool. It it is really cool. I mean, it's a short drive. So other to say, we were listening to a Lewis Howells episode and he happened to have somebody that was talking about food. And I would not have put all of this together in the same way. I mean, like, it feels like this part feels like common sense, like to your point of these natural foods, like just eat what nature, like God gave, but there's this created substance that's intended for our bodies. That's Mm -hmm. great. And he ends up talking about, the guest ends up talking about just these processed foods. Like some of these weren't even supposed to be together. So I've been thinking about all of these because I, on the fly, like, great, can I grab a protein bar? You know, all these, and it's all intended like, oh, my protein shake in the morning before I go to the gym. Great, got my like 30 grams of protein in, but that's Mm -hmm. not natural protein. 
So mm-hmm. it's this engineered food that I'll let you speak to that. And I'd love to hear what your opinion is on all these engineered foods that people are eating, thinking it's all great. I help so many people who are competition dieters or like competition bodybuilders and everything after they're all jacked up. And that's not to say like you can't do it better. Men are going to fare better more often than not than women because we have cycles and our hormones just don't, we don't have the resiliency to mess with stuff like men do. But we have to understand micronutrients first instead of just macronutrients. So like you said, pound the protein shake, but what is it? Okay. And what else are you getting? Because sure, it is important for me to get my protein, but if I'm not getting enough micronutrients to properly feed my gut biome, then guess what? I'm not supporting it. It's going to die. The bacteria that I need are going to die. And that's why I love gut health. Because if you can understand the function of these things, like a pet, like an animal, then we look at it different. And it's not just such like a Oh, you should be doing this, or you should be ashamed if you eat like that, or da da da. You know, no, it's actually just a deeper understanding of how our body works and getting away from this macros, macros, macros without the understanding of micros, 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 right? And so you'll see it all. Did you check out some of my content? I did macros about this time last year. (laughs) Did you? That's awesome. And there's nothing wrong with macro tracking with like the coaches that I work with that work in fitness more and do stuff with macros. It's cool because then they bring in the gut health knowledge. And so they do it differently. They're making sure you're on the proper probiotic, maybe on, you've got to be getting enough of these polyphenols and these substances, these fibers to feed good gut bacteria or else you'll starve them. So even if you're not eating really crappy food, that's a lot of sugar, you know, maybe you're following macros, you're doing really good, but you're not eating enough of this stuff to feed it either. So you can kind of see gut issues. So that's why understanding the gut's so huge because we're all individual and you'll understand like what foods work with well with you and with the state you're in right now. There is no mm-hmm. just like blanketed, this is how you should eat, period. I mean, whole foods in general, hands down, right? As organic as possible, hands down. But when you work with somebody on your gut or you start learning about your gut or talking about your gut, you'll see that like even some of these really healthy whole foods, I have people that can't touch them because of the state of their gut right now. So really a therapeutic process, seriously. And so a therapeutic process of gut restoration, we're having to work with the individual. And that's a bit over our heads as just solo people, right? Unless you're going to do a ton of research, you're going to be better off working with somebody that can guide you through that a little more simply and get you to a place where you're more resilient. That's really amazing. Is it a complication of, oh, I was vegan for like for years and now I'm transitioning or like I'm trying to think of some of those transitions that would put people in a state to where it makes it difficult to receive the nutrients that they need. Gut dysbiosis. Usually when the gut is bad enough, it will start to communicate and we'll shut it up for a long time. Acid reflux, right? People just take like a Tums. This is actually a sign of low stomach acid, believe it or not. People don't know that. They think it means I have a lot of extra stomach acid. No, you don't actually. You have low stomach acid, which means you're not properly digesting your food and assimilating nutrients. You're probably nutrient deficient. And if you're taking those antacids, you're further depleting the acid in your stomach, exacerbating the whole problem, right? If you've just been on antibiotics, a single round of antibiotics will wipe out a lot of bacteria, both good and bad. And guess what grows back quicker? 
the Bad nasty guys. stuff. Yeah. Oh, so if you don't know that and you're not working with somebody to be on the right probiotic or doing things when you, if you have to take it, if you're not mindful about taking antibiotics, you can see a lot of ill effects immediately after that. You can see them after big life transition. Like I can speak this one all day long after a big divorce, a death, a loss, a crazy time in business. And it doesn't even have to be, I'll try and direct a little more business since everybody's very entrepreneurial here. It doesn't even have to be a bad time. It doesn't have to be a time that everything fell apart. It could be the most exciting rock star period of your entire life. Your body's still in a state of fight or flight. And usually after a period of prolonged stress, whether it's positive stress or negative stress, it's a lot on the body. And then we can see undoing really bad. And usually people won't recognize their gut issues until they're showing up in ways that are really preventing them from doing things in life well. You're having... IBS or something. And so you're trying to go to a function and you're in the bathroom every five seconds. Like, okay, this is going to start to get in the way of your life. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so amazing. And I think about how many issues people have where, like you said, you just pop an acid or pop the Advil or pop whatever it is, because we can have these quick fixes, but it's like, that's not addressing what's actually going on on the deeper level. You're borrowing from your future. And sometimes people will choose like to take a pharmaceutical of some sort or to do something. Mm -hmm. That's where I think education is so important. We all need to be paying enough attention to our health so that we can choose if it's worth it. That you're not just like band-aiding an issue and continuing on with life. Entrepreneurs and business people, and I speak as a diehard myself, I've been creating business ideas since I was a child. Okay. I have had multiple businesses that I've owned. I've now am in a passion centered career business. I don't call it a career, right? It's a business. It's a passion. Sure. Yes. But it's a passion. Yeah. What is a career anyway? If it doesn't serve you, change it. You know? <laughs> Amen. Preach it. Yeah. I love business. I love business creation. But I've learned more than anything how ridiculous it is that so many of us, and myself included, even still, I have to check myself, will put by far more effort into our endeavors than we will in the vessel that is capable of doing them. Seriously, what is anything worth it to us if we're fighting stage four cancer or if our mental health is so bad, we can't show up at the events anymore. We can't speak clearly anymore. It's just like our relationships and the people that we care about. So I teach business a ton because I train coaches, right? So I train health coaches and the coaches that come to my school happen to have commonalities of going to other schools, having lots of knowledge with no idea how to apply it and missing the gut health extras, right? So I end up coaching so much in business and execution and all that. And the foundation of everything I'll teach is like, you've got to set up two things before you try to even go at your business hundred percent. And that is set your health and set your relationships because you have to set boundaries on those. If you don't set those first as the foundation of everything, you will screw up everything that means anything to you because business is exciting. It's enticing. It's a roller coaster. It's like gambling. I mean, that's what we do. We chase dopamine, right? So even when it's a game and it's like, we're fun on our face and like, this is sucks and we're scared and we're freaked, but then we win and it made everything worth it. And then we fall and then we win. And then it's all just so intense. And it's easy to run after that. And like you said, pop a protein bar on the way to the thing and just not think it's going to affect us because we haven't stopped to think about it. And trust me, I've been on the other end of everybody who's regretted these decisions. I've been in my own body having regretted these decisions, right? And if you do that stuff, if you set your foundation in your health and your healthy relationships, which part of our health is our healthy relationships, 
then you are so much more dynamic and useful in your business because you come to the table already winning, right? I can come to the table. I can come to the poker table ready to play as many chips as I want because I have chips I already won that are in my pockets. And that's my health and that's my family. And you're not touching those because they're never going on the table. So everything here, if I'm gonna play everything I have out there, then I can. If I wanna play half of it, if I lose it all, I gotta rebuild it, that's fine. I can be in the game because the things that matter most than anything are already protected. And we need to see our health like that. And of course, we need to see our family like that. But I feel like health even takes more of a back burner, especially for entrepreneurs and ambitious people, succeeders. Get on the mountaintop and preach it, girl. Like, (laughs) it's so refreshing. It's so fun to hear you. Like, just everything is so in line with the conscious investor and just that concept of what is the point? What is the sick man's only wish is to be healthy again. And so it's like, why are we setting up this for lots of you conscious investors? The gateway was I wanted financial freedom. I wanted financial independence. And you're so busy chasing after that, that like, to your point, the relationships are compromised. Mm -hmm. um, Our health is compromised. And I've come off a rock star, super amazing year of 2023. It's just been amazing. And yet I can see the toll and I'm like, okay, so... Let's put everything 2024 is like, okay, that was great. Like that was a long, just keep go. Just say, yes, yeah, that works and go for it. And it's all positive stuff. At the same time, there is a day of reckoning where now I'm like, to your point of choosing, I don't want to see a day of reckoning that's miserably uncomfortable. Like having an extra 10 pounds on my body is different than I had a heart attack or I'm having more severe health issues because I've neglected this and shoved it aside for a period of time. It's like, okay, let's just recalibrate. Let's get this under control. Cause yeah. It, yeah a hundred percent. I just talked about that yesterday on my social media. when we talked about don't borrow from your future because it's so easy to kill it for a month and do damage. It takes you a year to put back together. And that's what we don't realize. We're not actually really measuring it out. And when you enter business, a lot of people, like you say, yeah, we go in like, I want financial freedom, time freedom, and all these things. And then we trade all of it. We trade all of it for this thing because we don't specify what we really want. Like we need to know what that really is. And we need to then firstly, before we run after it. And this is coming from, I'm a mother of six blended kids. My husband and I both have businesses. We have a blended family of six kids under the age of 13. Like we have been run through every, like talk about personal development. I mean, you have to grow or die in both our businesses and our personal life and our health and our children. I mean, it was all of it. And if you don't set your foundation first, set your goal, set what you really want, and then set what is non-negotiable. And then like, what does my time actually look like when I'm going to do mm. this? You know, what will I not compromise because this means so much to me? And then set that in stone and do not compromise it. And that's how you can then attack business. That's how you can do it. I was blessed to kind of have fallen into that a little bit because I was a mom with kids. And so when I first started doing some of these things, I was working around my spouse. I was working around my kids because I had this natural ambition and drive to create something and to do this thing relatable. Right. But I first had this duty to my kids and I was like breastfeeding. You're really ambitious for some reason. A few months after being postpartum, either you're totally not, or you totally are. And I think you're like, I put in all this stuff. And growing this kid and breastfeeding everything and it's not you at all. And then all of a sudden you're just craving something that is yours again. So I've always had these great ambitious spurts after delivering my babies. So I wanted that back. Even if I wanted to, I can just trade all my time with my kids. I'm still breastfeeding. I mean, all that. 
And so I was kind of forced into having to compartmentalize my dreams and things. And that was good for me because I had some non-negotiables and not doing daycare at this. And, you know, they were mine. Everybody's got their own, but I had mine. And so what happened is that I got damn good in those hours that I was investing in my stuff. I got good. I got creative. I was ready for it. I was excited about it. It meant so much to me. And as opposed to going from, which a lot of people do going from like a 40 hour nine to five working for someone else. And they're like, Oh, I'm self-employed. So they take that same thing and they try and put it in this 40 hour week and it's less efficient. It's all over the place. They have a harder time. And it's like, dang, the work you're doing right now, you could have been doing that in 15 hours a week if you'd have been efficient. Right. And you'd been half retired. Like literally you'd be in passive retirement right now, making the same amount of money in 40 hours a week, but you'd only be working 15. Right. And so I did it bass backwards and that was a benefit for me. So now when I'm preaching my stuff with business, I'm able to reference that and be like, you'll never regret doing that. And your business is more successful because life is more satisfying and everything when our health and our relationships are set in the ground in the stone first. Oh, I love that. And that makes so much sense to me. I can very much relate to what you're saying about working around. And when our kids were little, I stayed home with them. I homeschooled them. I did different things. And it's like, okay, and I'm going to be writing on the side and I'm going to be submitting articles and I'm going to be doing that. And it's like learning that and learning those parameters. And it does make you a ninja at time usage of like, okay, no, how much time do I have? Like, I've got this 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Dude, let me show you what I can do in 50. You did three hours. That's 15 minutes. Let's go. Uh (laughs) Yeah. And you're not doing it the other way around. You're not like, oh, I'm all about my thing. And then, oh, I have a kid. I guess I have to take care of you. Like, right. (laughs) You know, you're not like throwing them on the ground to finish your email or something. You know, you're like, all right, you're taken care of. All right. I'm stepping away now into my zone where magic happens. And I tell my coaches this because I train so many moms. I train people that are working other jobs, they're nurses. So they're doing other things in a good chunk of time. They have families. A lot of them have kids. And then they're trying to grow their skill set by getting certified and doing that. So I always tell them the best thing you can do is pick the most minimal amount of time that you can invest every single week and be consistent because consistency is key. We always know that you're going to be better off being consistent with a smaller amount of time than inconsistent with an, a larger amount of time. It's so true. And you're going to train yourself in that habit. So even if it takes you a little longer to complete something, you'll make that time worth it. You'll show up for yourself. You'll prove, you'll get that habit going. So you'll have that muscle that you work. And then when you show up, you'll be really proud of what you do. And you'll take that after you graduate, after you're done getting certified, you take that into business. And then as life lets more, you can add more, add another hour to your week, add another yeah. five hours. Okay. Oh, now guess what? All my kids just went into school and the youngest is in kindergarten. I can throw five hours in there. So you can build on that if you want, or you can say, this is good the way it is. In fact, I'm going to tighten up some of this stuff. I'm going to hire me an assistant, get a partner so that we can grow a little more financially, but I'm not putting in more hours because I'm going to use that extra time to go my husband go golfing, right? He, right. He, guess what? Build your golf time, honey. He's building it. You know? I'm like, I'll help you Let's go build your golf. I'm going to go do this or that. Well, my kids are at school. So I get to choose because now I'm building it gradually instead of starting with this big open space, trying to fill it and like pieces of furniture in a large room. Like let's start a smaller room at the time. That thing's going to be beautiful before I move to other compartments in my home. I love this. And it applies so well, that concept of just choose something that's sustainable, choose something that you can implement on a regular basis and that you can be committed to and block it out. 
I absolutely love that. And it's true of anything in life. It's true of that the date nights, it's true, like investing into our relationships. It's true for our financial investing. Like, okay, hey, you don't have to move mountains. You don't have to have six figures to get started in investing. Like just the small amounts, stack them up, stack, stack, stack. All of life is like that, especially our health. So I'm curious. I'm like, you're just a fantastic wordsmith and I love it. (laughs) My husband may disagree sometimes. He's like, there are downsides to being married to a woman who can use words like my wife. (laughs) I will say that I have heard that myself. And it's been also a very good check for me to see as to my words can build up and be so great. And this isn't just you and I. Conscious investor, this is your words also. All words have power and they carry weight and they carry meaning. And so using words <laughs> yeah. for good is really an important skill to have in life. <laughs> yeah. It's like the ring, right? On Lord of the Rings, right? It's like, it's great power, or like Spider-Man. I think my kids are all into Spider-Man. You're like, with great power comes great responsibility. I'm like, that's how I feel about my words. <laughs> They're yes. very powerful. They could build up, totally inspire your life, or they could literally maybe physically throw you across a room. No hands attached. Like, I yes. <laughs> this is so yeah. true. Ugh. I want to keep talking. And I mean, I think you and I could just have a conversation for hours. And Conscious Investor, I know that I imagine, because I know I'm thinking this and I'm thinking, okay, back to gut health for a minute. And I love the interlude of just going into some of these business elements because they apply. Conscious Investor, even if you are not building your own business, the same principles apply to your life in every facet of it. So just ask yourself those questions as to, okay, well, do I have clear boundaries in my life? Do I have clear boundaries in my relationships? Do I have the non-negotiables? Like all of these elements are foundational to living that life full of personal freedom, which is paramount. Um, I want to go back to gut health and ask you, what are a couple of quick things, uh, quick, as we were just talking about making slow deposits, what are some things that people should be mindful of? Maybe two, three things that people should be mindful of just in their day-to-day like that they could implement, that'd be just so small, so subtle that they could commit to it and feel comfortable. So I always say, start with whatever's easiest for you. So like, maybe it's easy for you to make a healthy smoothie, get yourself a healthy smoothie recipe and start your day like that. Like that is brain food right off the bat. Maybe you're not eating normally. Maybe you're eating crap. Maybe you're skipping whatever. Eat some nutrition first thing in the morning and just see what happens. Just find one area of your life when it comes to food. If you can start with the first meal of the day and then just build from there. Like if you were to eat three meals a day, you're a third of the way through an incredibly clean diet. And maybe not. Maybe at night you're binging pizza and beer. But but let's just start somewhere, okay, when it comes to food. So the closer to whole food you can get, the better. I would say definitely be conscious of everything about your life. Make sure you value yourself. You know, we don't do this stuff as self-torture. We do because we actually matter. Because somewhere along the line, we got confused and forgot what a blessing it was to be who we are, to have our bodies, to have any aspect of our health that we do have, to have the opportunities, the relationships, the freedom. I mean, at one point we forgot that maybe. It's mm-hmm. easy to take it for granted until we don't have it. Yeah. Um, yep. And then one thing I've been driving home recently, and this is the first thing that I really tell everyone and my coaches are driving it home before we even start protocol is nervous system regulation pay attention. When we talk about stress, it's like so simple. Oh, stress. You know, I feel stressed. Like, no, we're talking about nervous system regulation. Just did a podcast on it. just did a blog on it. If you don't know about it, go research more. I won't give you all the ins and outs right now, but this is the body communicating stress to you. I don't care if you think it was a happy week because you rocked everything and it was a total win and you were super mom and got the kids here and there too on top of it. 
your body is going to tell you when it's too much. It doesn't care. It doesn't care if you think it was really cool or if you think it was really bad. It is going to start to tell you. And be careful not to shut it up. When we start responding to the nervous system is when we'll better protect our health. And this is essential for gut health, no matter what you're doing with your diet. If you don't know how to read that nervous system, the level that stress has, emotional stress, relational stress, past trauma, communication, how we communicate if we're not processing emotions healthily will wreck the body. They will wreck the gut because that kind of stress wrecks the gut and then the gut will mess with the brain. And if your brain's not functioning, how the heck are you going to do all these things you want to do? How the heck can we go after these big dreams with a low functioning vessel? I mean, come on now. Like we're selling ourselves short. You are capable of more and it's not just all on paper. Mic drop, full on mic drop. I'm like, can we just pick them up? I love it. Brittany, this has just been absolutely phenomenal. And I've been looking forward to this since we scheduled it and it's exciting. And Conscious Investor, I'm so grateful. I mean, I know that there are topics out there that are quote trendy or trending and everything, but there are topics like gut health that we really need to take time, stop, listen, research, implement. And so I know that as we implement bringing in, as I start bringing on health experts, this is here to support you because that is the foundational echelon of the conscious investor. We have to have our physical health. Brittany, I know that this has resonated with so many conscious investors. What is the best way? How can they find out about Buddha Belly Life? Uh, maybe some people are like, whoa, I want to go down the rabbit hole. I want to be certified. Like, what's the best way to get in contact or they want to read your book. They want to follow the blog. There's so many, I love just the content that you put out there. Yeah. So I would say the easiest is just uh, go to buddhabellylife.com. You're going to find some segues. If you want to get into certification is hwcacoach.com, but you can get there the fast track through guthealthschool.com. We are literally the guthealthschool.com. So you can go there for any kind of certification info. But if you go to buddhabellylife.com, you'll get links to the book, to the podcast, to blogs and information and closed group stuff and protocol and gut restoration stuff. So all of it's there. That's where you can find it. Amazon, the books are on Amazon too. So yeah. Well, I really appreciate your time. And just, you have such an ease about sometimes it can sound so scientific. It can sound so far out of reach. And I've had other guests come on that say for investing and stuff, if it sounds really complicated, there's probably something else going on. Like really most things are pretty simple. And I really appreciate the way that you've really simplified gut health and really provided some ways that we can get started like improving our health and our quality of life. So thank you so very much. Yes. Thank you for having me. Conscious Investor, I know this has served you well and I want your feedback. I would love your feedback and value it so much. So please take a moment, head on down to the very bottom if you're on Apple and let us know, let Brittany and I know what stood out to you. What was a big takeaway that you had? And you can leave an honest, maybe you disagree. It's okay. This is a total safe place to have your opinion. Your opinion is valued. So please leave an honest rating and then drop that review in there just so that we can know this reached you. And I'm personally curious, conscious investor, if you are like, yes, finally, you're bringing on health people. In addition to investing in our finances, we can invest in our health and we can have a really balanced life. So lots of ways that I'd love to hear from you, Conscious Investor, and I appreciate you so much. Thanks for sticking around to the end. Until next time, let's go get our health, our mindset, and our wealth. Are you enjoying this episode? Do the world a favor and help trip the algorithm by leaving a review so that this content reaches many others. 